welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. My name's Homer Lopez, and welcome to 2017. Economics is attitude delivered daily by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner, Joe Jaquin. What do we do here, though? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 951 The lovely Wendy's here to take your phone call, answer your questions, walk you through your order, or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. It's as easy as point and click. Go take a look at those products and then get the news to disturb the comfortable. But we don't tell you what, we, what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. All of this is brought to you by, again, the CEO and owner. His name's Joe Jaquin, and he puts the time in and grinds it out daily to make sure you're in the know and deliver economics with attitude. Joe, Happy New Year! 2017! Welcome to it! I hope all of you had a great uh, holiday, uh, Christmas, and, and of course, uh, New Year's as well, and 2017 already first day first trading day of the year and everybody is well the dow's actually off of its highs the dow's up about 60 points uh gold tire up about four or five bucks silver just a big another big move here in the silver market silver's up over 40 cents uh this morning and a lot of different things coming to light and we're going to try to share all of those with you. I hope, uh, you know, I know you were in Idaho over over Christmas. I certainly was. And Couldn't get back fast couldn't enough. Couldn't get back fast enough. I, it, I, I am done with the cold, man. I, it, it, just, it was unseasonably colder than usual. It was freezing. Then. You know, and it had, I'm cold. We can't really say it's ever really cold here. But it was, you know, I, I would say it was Arizona's version of a white Christmas. It rained. Well, you had plenty of rain right. while I was gone, yeah. Well, I got back the night I got back, man. It was coming down pretty hard on uh, Friday night. And uh, the one thing I will tell you is, is uh, you know, we got to spend time with the family. We hope everyone out there had a joyous Christmas, enjoyed their time with their family. But I, I have to tell you, I'm happy to be back. I was so looking forward to coming back, starting the new year, you know, uh, and, and seeing what the new year's brings doing everything we can, because I don't know if, if everyone, you know, plans things out, you know, but when, when I, I watch you with your, you know, your business here, and most businesses have to, you know, set a course to be prosperous. Right. Right? Right. And so I think Everybody likes lives, to start out with that, that fresh wave of optimism. Optimism. Yes. Absolutely. This is, this is, we're going to turn it around. This is going to be the year. And, and I personally, I'm one of those guys that says, okay, we got to plan this out. How are we going to do 2017 to make it better than 2016? And whether it's my, my, my personal health choices of what I'm going to do, whether it's a person who uh, uh, makes those New Year's resolutions and says, I'm going to quit doing this, I'm going to start doing that. I don't know what you I, I've don't... never been one of those guys. Really? Really? I'm not a big New Year's resolution type of, this is the year I, I don't, you know, I, I, I get in shape, or this is the year I run the marathon, or that. i got to be honest with you, when it comes to those types of things, when it comes to those types of things, um, I've never been that into it. This year I want to be healthier. I do want to eat better. I, I, I never said I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I never said, I've never said to myself those types of things. But what I've said is that this year I want to... You're going to mix in a salad. I'm going to mix in a salad here and there. 
I'm going to try and drink less soda this year. Uh, see, that's I, not a big one for me. I don't I, really drink You know the big lot. one? I threw away my tobacco, got rid of it. No. We'll see how long that lasts. And by, yeah, Homer's a, what do you call it, a dipper, a chewer? Have been forever. And 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 I, I, I go through gaps. I go through ins and outs. And I, uh, I'll keep you all been, We should probably have tough. a wager on how long that's going to last. Well, we're on day three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I will say this. Donald Trump is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, he was back out on Twitter again this morning. And I'm going to say this. I, I love it. I really, really love it. Today he took aim at General Motors. He took aim at the Republicans. Uh, a matter of fact, Ford saw what he did to General Motors and immediately issued a statement about how they're scrapping plans for a plant in Mexico that are instead going to invest in a plant in Michigan. Hello. I like that. Right? you got to love those kind of headlines. We're going to give you all the details to all of that. Uh, we're, we uh, The metals plan, January starts a new quarter, a great time. To, I think any time is a great time to sign up. But if you want to get the on the on the cycle, January is the month to sign up. Uh, we are already. I know I told you last week. Where I, was it last week when we were on? I think it was last week. I told you we were behind. We I made a lot of progress. I was actually in over uh, over the long weekend here, Friday and, and Monday, and, and was working. And we are getting started. Shipping starts immediately. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try to say that I think we're going to be done by Friday. I really do. I think, well, and by done, I mean shipped out by Friday uh, don't if I'm not it'll only be a few people but but we should be done We if you don't know what that program is there's no excuse for you not to be able to start getting ready uh, this is a program where for as little as $100 a month there is no maximum you can start purchasing gold and we ship four physical deliveries a year. And at the end of every quarter, uh, we, we, we ship you your box. And and it's just a fantastic program. And this was this one I really thought was a great quarter. Uh, I think all of you are going to be ecstatic with it. If you want to know more about it, go out to the website, read about it. We'll be right back with Donald Trump.
I was reading the trending items on social media last night at 10 p.m. that they were going in to vote at midnight. I'm going to tell you right now. This is exactly what this country needs. With all the things, you're telling me all the things that we're facing. And, And listen, we voted for these people. Well, I didn't. But and I say that I voted They're for Donald. They're in that position because but, the majority but of people. But majority of people keep electing these people. So the Republicans, you know, they're in charge now. And the very first thing they did was they went all. I'd, first of all, I didn't even know this committee existed. Number one. Number two, it actually doesn't sound like that bad of an idea. Now, whether or not it's operated well or anything like that, I have no idea. But the Office of Congressional Ethics, someone needs to hold these guys accountable, right? But besides that, that's the number one issue? That's what we're 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 expiring. Let's let's hurry up and get this vote in. Now they're minimizing this this group, right? Right. Yes, the Republican they want to do away with it or okay, by they want here's what they want to do. They want to cut it. Now, like I said, it may be a horrible let's just say it's a complete waste of money. I don't know. I like I said, I didn't even really know that it existed. But this is the first item of business? Trump traded out with all that Congress has to work on. Do we really have to make the weakening of the independent ethics watchdog as unfair as it may be? So he's saying, you know, maybe Donald's on board with yeah, I don't like I don't love this committee. Their number one act and priority? So I thought was a great question. Really? All the stuff we got to work on, this is the number one thing? Then he follows that up. Focus on tax reform. Focus on health care. And so many other things of far greater importance. I, I mean... Hello. This is what we need. Hey, will you stop? Oh, you know, because let's face it, you know, I'm sure this is probably one of these, what, uh, Democratic little uh, slush bun puppy things that they had, right? Oh, yeah, we love this, blah, blah, blah. Now they're all, now we're in charge and we're going to, you know, we're going to gut this thing because you like it and course for the rest of us we just sit there and, and we're shaking our heads and I think this is brilliant get to work that's what Donald Trump just told the Republicans knock it off get to work there's real things we got to get done but I'm just excited about it I really am because you know what <laughs> he's right and they're acting like, you know what, they don't want to deal with reality. Now, here's the thing. 
we may find this out, and I think Donald's going to find this out, which is it's a lot worse than even he knows. When he gets in there, he's going to find out, oh, man, this is not good. And, and you know, whether it's the debt, tax reform, and all of this stuff, but I thought it was wonderful. Then he, was, he wasn't done, though. There's more. Oh, yeah, there's more. And another tweet targeting U.S. companies. President-elect Donald Trump threatening to slap a tax on General Motors for importing cars to the United States from Mexico. Now, I'm just sitting there going, why wasn't that always the law? Wait a minute, you're going to fire U.S. workers, build it in Mexico, and then ship it in here tax-free? Shocking. Right, and of course I'm sitting there and I'm thinking if I was Ford or General, I'm like, well, I'd just make everything in Mexico. Because <laughs> I'll do it for less. Oh, it's going to cost you less to make it there. Oh, absolutely. And they don't charge us to bring it in. There's not a tax on it. Why not? General Motors, however, was upset about it, saying that the vast majority of their Chevy Cruises are built in Ohio, east of Cleveland, Lordstown, Ohio. Trump tweeted, tweeted earlier today that General Motors is sending Mexican-made cruises to the United States tax-free. And he told General Motors, make the cars in the U.S., or pay big border tax. GM says it only imports the hatchback version, that it only sold about 4,500 of those cars in the United States, blah, blah, blah. And GM can defend it all at once. But here's what I loved about it. Because I was like, I wonder what kind of tax is he talking about? On Twitter, apparently we're going to have to start following Trump on Twitter. Are we on following him i follow him okay. personally okay I have we him need right to here. we need yes. to get it we need to get it done we do trump warned that he's going to impose a 35 percent tariff on all goods imported by companies that outsource production well done well done here here <laughs> and and i again you have to ask yourself, how was this not always the law? Right? How did all of these guys, you know, the people we just voted for that want to gut the, uh, what is it called, the Office of Congressional Ethics, they're the watchdogs. <laughs> but we're going to gut well, them. Like I, said, I don't even know if they're, they're probably, you know what, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this group is actual, this, this committee is crap. And it's probably a complete waste of money. But this is the problem. And, I, and I'm just, I'm excited. I, I, I have one question for you, though. There's a lot of work that goes into, we're going to build a plant, and it says yes. right here, a new plant in Mexico we're going to pay $1.6 billion to build. What are the repercussions now that we're telling Mexico, guess what, that's not happening? What does Mexico have? What, hear, what, are they gonna... what can they do to uh, retaliate, respond, 
I mean, we're going to stop drop buying GM products. Uh, we're going to stop coming across the border illegally. That'll learn you. That'll learn you. That'll learn you. That's my question is, what are the repercussions by doing this with Mexico? I don't think I there really, is. I, I got nothing. Because understand, when Carrier said we're not sending those thousand jobs out of Indiana. Right. One of the uh, dignitaries or whatever from Mexico said, "Hey, wait a minute. We have an agreement. We're we're allies. We're let, friends." Let me, let me tell you right now, Ford, which earlier last year, late last year, announced that they were moving production to Mexico. And they absolutely right? did. They just came out and after they saw what what Trump just said about General Motors, came out and said, "Hey, you know what? We scrapped that plan." Now. They were going to spend $1.6 billion in Mexico. That's right. That's right. What, that's Ford, what meant. Ford was. Ford was. Now, they're only going to spend $700 million in Michigan. So my question to Ford is, where's the other $900 million? Semantics. Are they adding to existing? Yeah, right, right. Are they adding to existing? There, they were doing it from the ground up. I mean, we're, we're talking. I mean, just, don't get me wrong. I'm mean, happy that that's staying I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. By the way, and I also want to tell you this. The haters are going to hate because CNBC already has said, they just tweeted out, Trump has nothing to do with Ford staying in Michigan. Well, they see it in and all that. CNBC said, And CNBC. The fake news. They don't want to give the credit. Here's the thing. Who gets it then? We've never seen it before. What is this going to do for the for the United States? And I, and I go back all the way back to 1971, and, and really, I think this is going to be when they write the history books. This is going to become one of the most important dates in the demise of the United States. When Richard Nixon gave that speech, when they closed the gold window, when and when you look at it, when we full we went full fiat, blow up the debt, and he made that great speech. And I say great, I don't know if it was great or not, but he made that speech to the American public because we knew then we were kind of what. We're gonna to have to make our bed. We're gonna lie, and we're gonna we're gonna run with the devil here, right? We're going to give these bankers complete control. And the key thing that he said was, "This is the only way it could really work as long as America buys American, right?" And which uh, insinuates what we've got to protect our citizenry. We have to protect our borders. And this goes into contrast to exactly what it is that these bankers want. Because let's face it, most of these CEOs of these companies, what are they? I mean, what are they really? Most of them are bankers. Right? They're the CEOs and the CFOs, right? And they worry about what? Stock price. They worry about debt and refinancing of debt. Right? If you took them down to the production floor, they have no idea. 
And now we're starting to find out, and I think this is going to be the great thing, what really happens now. Because one of the things they told us was, you can't do stuff like this. You know what it'll do? It's going to kill the stock market. That's what they said. Now, GM shares are down today. But he's attacked Boeing. He's attacked GM, General Dynamics. And the Dow, I mean, it's not at an all-time high, but it's close. But then, you know, I'm thinking about the new year and all the excitement and the buzz. And I'm thinking about, you know, where I think gold and silver are headed. And I think we are going to see a very, very similar thing happen this year that happened last year. You know, silver was up like 15, 16%. Uh, Gold was up almost 9%. But we know that during last year, both of them were much higher than that. Right, you know, almost 30% higher. And then we had the election and the sell-off and all of that. I think this year we're going to see another another rally very, very similar. The only difference will be there's no new election at the end of, of 2017. So I don't think we're going to see the sell-off. But when we get back, we're going to talk about your 401k and what the founding father of that program says today. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Hyatt. When Donald Trump boldly complained about the millions of people who voted illegally in the election, he may not have been far from the truth. A closer look at California reveals that most Americans are really unaware of just how broken that state's election procedures have become. In the 49 states other than California, Donald Trump crushed Hillary Clinton by almost 2 million popular votes. So the claim that Hillary won the national popular vote is due entirely to the huge run-up in votes that she claims she received in California. Truthfully, neither candidate spent much time campaigning in our largest state. In the end... The final vote tally in California is as meaningless as the final score in a sporting event where one team continues to rack up points after the game is officially over. If the outcome of the election were based on who won the most popular votes rather than who won the Electoral College, then the candidate who spent the most money would have an enormous advantage. The very problem that liberals criticize so often, the influence of money in determining the outcome of elections, would be far worse if popular vote were all that mattered. Instead, the Electoral College brilliantly allows a less-funded candidate, as Trump was, to focus on the majority of our smaller media states to take his campaign right to the people without relying heavily on negative ads, as Hillary Clinton did. It's ironic that the critics of negative campaigning and the corrosive effect of big money in politics aren't defending Trump's victory. Trump won with large rallies in a few swing states and not just big money in three populated areas. California's elections have become disastrous, and we must prevent our nation from being ruled by one ultra-liberal state. So many benefits and protections have been given to illegal aliens, including voting, that the term California citizenship has been used to describe its un-American approach. Many of those California illegal immigrants quite possibly voted last November 
because in practice, there's nothing to stop them from doing so. Donald Trump is absolutely right to complain about the unknown number who voted illegally in our presidential election. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. On the blog at PSEagles.com, you are invited to take a stand against those who would mock traditional values, slander America, or try to redefine the family. PSEagles.com is your site to speak from the heart, ask questions, and get honest feedback. Won't you join the conversation at PSEagles.com? Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Gold and silver extending their gains. Uh, Gold's up nine, $1,160 to the ounce. Pretty much all the way back now, right at the the spot where I thought the that gold was going to start rallying after the Federal Reserve meeting, after they raised that that quarter point. Uh, silver up fifty cents, uh, sixteen dollars and fifty cents. I do have a a a great opportunity here in the silver market today. Uh, we're going to run some mixed rolls of Morgan and Peace dollars. So you're going to get 10 Morgan dollars, 10 Peace dollars. Of course, the Morgan dollars were from 18, uh, what, 1876 or 1878 through 1921. Uh, then after, of course, World War One, there was supposed to be peace on Earth. And they, they came out with the Peace dollar, which ran from 22 to 1935. And then, of course, uh, obviously during the Depression, uh, the government was cutting back. And then, of course, World War II, and that was the end of that. But you're going to get 10 of each. So 10 Morgan dollars, 10 Peace dollars, $350 a roll, which means it's a, a dollar over spot. I mean, spot right now is at sixteen fifty. Got to jump on those. <laughs> right. It's a great way to start off the new year. 800-951-0592. Rolls of Morgan and Peace dollars. $350 a roll. If you buy 20 rolls or more, I'm going to throw in the shipping to make it even better. 800-951-0592. And, of course, we were talking about new beginnings and and going back to 71 and Donald Trump trying to get it back, right? Hey, the only way this is going to work is if we make and produce our own stuff. If we go back to running trade surpluses instead of trade deficits, we want it all back, right? I remember my uncle always used to say, one day we're going to want it all back. And I think we're at that point, that's all we want it back. Question, though, is how much damage was done, and it's bad. But then in the Wall Street Journal over the weekend, and actually this was from today, they had the, the guy, the inventor of the 401K. Well, somebody had to invent that, right? Right. Who started it? What was its purpose? 
And and you would think this guy would feel pretty good, right? Why not? It's right. been around look, forever. Look, look at it. Everybody in the whole country needs to have one. At least that's what they want you to believe. It's highly recommended. Yeah, I recommend, you know what, instead of your 401k, do the metals plan. I think you're going to like that a lot better. Herbert Whitehouse, one of the first in the United States to suggest workers use a 401k. His hopes in 1981 was that the retirement savings plan would supplement a company's pension that guaranteed payouts for life. 35 years later, the former Johnson & Johnson's human resource executive has misgivings about what it was that he helped to create. What White House and other proponents didn't anticipate, right, the unintended consequence, was that the tax-deferred savings tool would largely replace pensions altogether as the big employers look for ways to cut expenses. (laughs) They loved it, see? He didn't know he was being played. He didn't know. Think about it. This was a way for what? Hey, put a little more away to go along with your pension, to go along with your Social Security. This is truly going to allow you to have those great golden years. Right? Even in 1981, he probably was thinking, that Social Security thing is probably a maybe. Just 13% of all private sector workers have a traditional pension. That's down from like 40%. It used to be 4 in 10. Now it's down to 1 in 10. Let's face it, it's going away. We weren't social visionaries, White House says. Many early backers of the 401k now say they have regrets about how their creation turned out despite its emergence as a dominant way most Americans say. And you know what, because honestly, truthfully, it's really been a ripoff, really what it's been. And I know there's people walking around, I've got hundreds of thousands, it's been great, not really. Now when you really factor in how much you've paid to get that money. And I want you all to remember one thing as you're sitting there looking at your how much money you think you have. A third of that isn't yours. Let's not forget that. A third of that money, it's not yours. Right? The government wants its tax dollars. Question is, is how much longer is it going to be only a third? But these early backers that have regrets, some say it wasn't designed to be the primary retirement tool, right? Just like they tell us Social Security wasn't designed to be the primary retirement tool. Well, if Social Security wasn't the primary, 
And now they're saying, hey, the 401k, that's not supposed to be the primary. What is supposed to be the primary? That's a brilliant question. What, what is? is? And I'm here to tell you, if you're a um, state employee and the pensions, and those, is that supposed to be it? And you know what, though? Here's the, the sad part. There's all of these people, and I don't know who these people are, but they acknowledge They've used forecasts that were too optimistic to sell these plans. This is why the pensions are in trouble. This is why Chicago and Illinois is broke and Pennsylvania and California and New York and New Jersey, right here in Arizona, right up there in Colorado. They've overpromised and they've underdelivered. Go figure. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Just like that, gold's up 12, 1164. Silver up 55 cents now, $16.55. Rolls of Morgan and Peace dollars. Like, you know, at $16.55, you're like 95 cents over spot at 800. Nine five one zero five and nine two. So you're going to get ten Morgan dollars, ten piece dollars. Uh, they're three hundred and fifty dollars to the roll at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And we're we're talking about the four hundred one k. And I know, I know, we're excited, right, Donald? going after people just like we hoped that he would but make no mistake about it they've got they've got our money surrounded they've got it surrounded and they're getting ready and now you you probably will only read it here only hear it here this is out of the Wall Street Journal this morning. These people that put this together are now trying to give you all a warning. So not only was one of the guys a uh, White House who worked at Johnson and Johnson devastated by the fact that all his, the companies did was got rid of their pension. This took it away? Right. This is supposed to supplement that. Others now are saying that the prolification of the 401k has exposed American workers to big drops in the stock market, high fees from Wall Street money managers, while making it easier for companies to shed guaranteed retirement payouts. The great lie is that the 401k was capable of replacing the old system of pensions. Former American Society of Pension Actuaries head, Gerald Fanciani. Now, for those of you that don't know who Gerald is, the Reagan administration was very close to killing the 401k. It was created under them. 
And in 1986, they were trying to kill it. As, well, you know why? Because they had figured out, hey, this is just a big Wall Street thing. Right? They also figured out, hey, wait a minute, all these big companies are going to start dumping their pensions. <laughs> this is going to be a disaster. This guy actually was one of the guys that convinced the Reagan administration not to do it. And now he's saying today, well, here, this is his word, it was oversold. Uh, you know, that's code for, hey, I was wrong. I screwed it up. And now the rest of you are going to pay. Misgivings about the 401k plans are part of a larger debate on how best to boost the savings of all Americans. And I'm here to tell you, they're not going to boost your savings. They're going to take it. Some early 401k backers are now calling for changes that either force employees to save more or require companies to funny additional monies into their workers' retirement plans. And I'm going to tell you right now, whether it's what Finland has started, I don't know if you've seen this, Finland randomly picked 2,000 people and just started handing them checks. Right? And get ready because this is what is starting to happen. We don't have the labor force that we used to because they gave it away. The dollar isn't worth the paper that it's printed on. I mean, is Wall Street really at almost 20,000? Or is it just at 10000 but pumped up on steroids? One wonders. Right? I mean, because really, quite honestly, the companies aren't making any more money than they were before. You're just paying more for their stock than you did before. And then you're sitting there and you're thinking about, you know, and I watch those commercials, and whoever would have thought that you would have to walk around and, you know the commercials on the Idiot Channel? And how big is your savings? And they got these people, and they're all carrying around numbers. Oh, yeah. I've seen right? That. They're all in the millions. Right? Then there's that poor person. I guess that guy digging the ditch, the ditch digger guy, he's only got like 750 Right? That poor schmuck. They would have you believe. And you're sitting there, and really what it's telling you is there's just not enough. We oversold it. It didn't make nearly as much money for you as we thought it would. And now all of these people that created it, they don't want to be associated with it anymore. Why do you think that is? This is supposed to be the greatest investment vehicle of your lifetime. You would think this guy would be standing up there saying, hey, hand me my Nobel Prize Prize. <laughs> Where's my trophy? Instead, he's going, wow, we made a mistake. 
Think about that for a minute. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. From bad to worse, final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour 2017, starting out with a bang for the gold and silver markets. Uh, both of them up very strongly today. This thing almost got, almost, I almost missed it, but I did, but I almost did. Starting yesterday in Greece, well, I guess two days ago now, in Greece. Any transaction over 500 euros, any purchase of any goods and or service over 500 euros will now have to be done via plastic money. Debit or credit. It's just disappearing. Anything over 500 bucks. And then, they weren't done. If you don't have enough of your income, if you don't spend enough of your income on electronic plastic, right, the credit cards, the debit cards, The Greeks are going to impose a 22% penalty. Woo! 22%? Yeah, so they're setting up a number. Hey, if you make 50 grand outside of your rent and your mortgages and all that other stuff, okay, that's excluded. We better see, right, at least, and whatever the number is. 12 grand, 15 grand in credit card and debit card transactions. And if we don't, we're going to hit you with a 22% tax. And you're starting to see exactly what it is that I've been talking about and telling you about. They're going to get it all in one way or the other. Take it away, tax it, limit it, all of these things, right? Because what, we're all terrorists and evildoers? Really? You really believe that? It has nothing to do with it. It's all getting ready for the calamity that's coming. Listen, the deaths don't go down. They're getting ready to explode. The Federal Reserve's not raising rates because they want to. They're raising rates because they have to. This is exactly what I said and I've been saying all along. You watch. They're going to start raising, not because they want to, When really when you need to be worried. Because you look at today's a great example. The dollar's rallying. Why is gold up? The answer's simple. Gold's up because they know. You printed all of this money, right? You try to make it appear like things weren't as bad as they were, and you know what? You're going to bring us into hyperinflation. It's coming again. I hate to think about it. You know, Eric did the the Carter-Reagan analogy, right? And when, when Reagan came in, the rates were super high. 
and they went way down, and now the opposite's getting ready to happen. Morgan and Peace dollars. Maybe never a price you'll ever see again. 350 bucks a roll, 800-951-0592. Everybody take care. Have a great rest of your Tuesday.